When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. And we are joined by a guest I'm so excited to talk to. Her name is Robin Hearn. She is the sports director for News Channel 6 in Wichita Falls, Texas. She's also the sister of a pitcher who has come into town, Taylor Hearn of the Rangers. Robin, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me today. We're so excited to chat with you. Um, so you went viral during that first, it was the first road trip for the Rockies. It was the open, the opening day for the Rangers, but you were already scheduled to report on the Rangers home opener. And then your brother got named as the opening day starter. You guys went viral. You interviewed him. What was that opening day like? That must have been incredible. It was Honestly, yeah, it was incredible, but it was a whirlwind because we had a lot going on. I was driving from Wichita Falls to get to Arlington and then meeting up with my brother before the game, doing an interview with uh, Valley Sports before the game. And it was just kind of a lot of stuff going on because it's my first Major League Baseball game that I was covering. So it it was a lot, but it was so much fun. That's insane. So um, I know the life of a sports journalist at a local market can be kind of insane. You're shooting your own stories and all of that. But how many Rangers games have you gotten the chance to cover since opening day? Have you made it back there since? Not to cover, but as a fan, I've been back plenty of times. Nice. Yeah, I've seen you very much keeping up with the Rangers on Twitter. I mean, what is it like also, you know, you're working in sports, your brother is, you know, playing for the team that is, first of all, near where you're working, but also kind of near where you guys grew up. It's been a lot of fun. I mean, we get to go to, like I said, many games. My parents get to go to, like, all the games they want to at home. So it's been a lot of fun. And then also, since I am so close to Arlington, I get to cover the Rangers, so to speak, during my broadcast. So I'll talk about the team. I'll show highlights here and there. So it's been a lot of fun. It's kind of weird when I see my brother in the highlights, though. That has got to be super crazy. I would think so. Yeah. And I'm actually curious, like, Again, he's your brother, so you, t- you talk to him a bunch. Does it get old, or is it still like one of those things of like, wow, can you believe where we both are? And like when you have those moments, are, does, it, does it still kind of, you know, make you tingle a little bit, give you those goosebumps when you have those moments? Oh, for sure. I think the home opener was really one that kind of sparked it because I want to cover baseball full time eventually in my career. So it was kind of one of these things like, wow, I could actually be covering your games and I'm still your sister, like I'm still rooting for you, but you guys know we can't cheer in the press box, so it's kind of weird, but it's also (laughs) like not weird at the same time, so. Yeah, how do you strike that balance of like, I'm a fan and this is my brother, I love him more than pretty much anyone on this earth, and oh, I have to be an unbiased reporter right now. How do you navigate that? It is tough because of course, like I see Taylor all the time outside of baseball, um, but it's, it's easier when I when he's not pitching. When he's not pitching, it's much easier. But when he is pitching, I'm so nervous that I'm not even thinking about you know what the team had done beforehand. I'm just thinking about getting Taylor out of that inning and you know making sure he puts a goose egg up on the board. It can be tough, but being a Rangers fan before Taylor was traded there has made it a little bit easier on me because I know the team pretty well. Um, and it was, you know, I got to see the team when they went to like the World Series and they did all the pennant races and everything like that. So I kind of try to draw myself back into that and not so much in sister mode. Yeah, you don't, you, you might not be able to celebrate in the press box, but you can send a celebratory text. That's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of done on the down low there. And you might send a celebratory text to say, hey, congrats on your first career save. 
Yes, and that's what I did. I mean, I text him <laughs> after every single one of his outings, um, good, bad, indifferent, whatever happens. Um, and so when he sent, when he got his first save over the weekend, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Your first career save. And all I got back was thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no emoji? Did he give a thumbs up on your text? No, he just, so Taylor is not an emotional person. Like I'm more of like the crier. I'm up and down all the time. Taylor is very mellow and just kind of even kill. And so every time I text him, whether what happens at the game, I'm always just super excited. And he is just like, thank you. Sometimes I'll get like an exclamation point. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's me like, oh, thank you, sissy. Thank you. Love you too. Like that sort of thing. Oh my gosh. Such an earth sign. His birthday's coming up, right? Yeah. So yeah, we have the same birthday. He is a Virgo oh my gosh. like I am. <laughs> I yeah. love this. I love this. Um, did you you guys, did you grow up Rangers fans? Yeah, we did. I wouldn't say we were like, my family's not really like a fanatic of any fan. Um, I, I think my brother's like a fanatic of the Mavericks, and I would say I'm, I'm a bigger fan of the Cowboys. But we grew up Ranger fans. We went to a lot of games for our birthday. Like, I spent too many, too many hot August summers in that old ballpark. So I really enjoy having the uh, air conditioning. Yeah, I was going to say, I lived near that ballpark briefly when I was a kid. And yeah, those Texas summers are no joke. That Just being outside for that amount of time seems like a hazard. So I'm glad to see they have a dome now. What do you think of the new stadium? Oh, I love it. I love it. I love every single part of it. It's nice to be able to walk in and not feel hot. And it's nice to be able to walk in and like, I don't know, it's just, you don't really realize that you're in a dome, so to speak, when you get in there. It's kind of like Minute Maid, because that was like one of the first like domes I actually went to see before this one was built. So it's kind of, I love it. I know some fans don't really like it because they're like, it's baseball, I should sit outside. I'm like, I'm not supposed to sweat buckets at a baseball game. <laughs> no, I'm not it, supposed to do that. Yeah, unless you're playing in it. Uh, otherwise, it, yes. it doesn't make sense. Well, one thing that, you know, whether it made sense or not, 2020 Globe Life opens up, but yet they're, no one's really able to see it, right, during the pandemic. Did you get a chance to, to go to any of those games, either regular season or postseason? And, and how strange was it without the full capacity knowing this place is brand new, it was just christened, and yet it, it hasn't been able to experience uh, to its full capacity just yet? So unfortunately, no, I wasn't able to go to any of the regular season or postseason games. I wanted to, but, you know, with all the restrictions and everything, it was just kind of a little weird. We did eventually get to go to the stadium once the season was over. Um, my brother was able to get us in there and, like, have a nice tour or whatever of it. So we were able to do that, and it was cool to kind of see it. But watching the games was so weird because, like, <laughs> Taylor was in the bullpen at the time. So... He was in the bullpen wearing a mask. There was nobody in the stands. You had like these little cardboard cutouts of people. It was weird. It was very weird. I do not miss the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> I do not Did want that. That's, that's a question to follow up on people who are, are in sports media doing in, in 2020. Did you have a cardboard cutout? I didn't have one. I don't know if you had one, Susie. I didn't have Robin, one Robin, did you have a cardboard cutout? I feel like that's we pretty exclusive. We did not exclusive. get one. I wanted, I wanted to get one. But I thought they were really cool. My parents did not get one, no. Oh wow. my gosh! We, so we we've got a we've, that has to be a standard question. I've, have you ever had a cardboard cutout of yourself I during actually, a pandemic? During any of the pandemics we've had? I will say <laughs> I did get a cardboard cutout of myself, but it wasn't at a stadium. Oh. I got it for my my TV station, and my news director promptly told me to remove it from the building. He was not <gasps> a fan. <laughs> you, you could have slotted it in somewhere at at Dunkin' Donuts ballpark, which which I know you know the Double A Eastern League again mm -hmm. is one of those. Wonderful ties. We all love minor league baseball here too. And so, Robin, I know uh, that has something to do with the connection you and Susie have together too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was in Binghamton for about a year and a half before I came here to Wichita Falls. So I got to cover the Rumble Ponies. And I know, Susie, you covered Hartford for a little bit. So we kind of have that tie there a little bit, seeing the Yargos and the Rumble Ponies go after, after it. Who was your favorite Rumble Pony? Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. So I, I don't want to be biased and say Brett Beatty just because he just got called up. But okay. I would say getting to see Brett in person was a lot of fun. And But I would say the other person I was really excited to see was Miguel Tyler. Mm -hmm. He, oh, my gosh. What an amazing pitcher. And I was really excited when he got called up because we got he got a start in Binghamton and then worked his way up to Syracuse and, of course, went on 
to be with the Mets. So it was great to see them. And I'm a pitcher's person, so I'm a sister of a pitcher, so I kind of am biased toward pitchers. <laughs> you did, get the grind. <laughs> did uh, Was Tim Tebow there at that time no. still? Or no, is it just no. uh, he was just before your, your days, I guess, right? A little bit before. Yeah. Tim so, Tebow was like 20... 18. Yeah. That was the tip. Because every stadium he went to, and I remember this so well in Hartford, full on press conference. No other minor leaguer is giving no. a press conference at every single stadium he's going to. Uh, but it was, I got such a kick out of it. And I don't think any uh, minor leaguer batting 200 also <laughs> got a press conference oh, yeah. just ever. So you're right. Yeah. He, uh, he led the league in that. But uh, do the people in Binghamton, do they like that interesting minor league logo? I mean, the name alone is kind of quirky, and again, that's minor leagues. But for it to be this pony that has broken off from a carousel up there in Binghamton, <laughs> is that you know well represented of the community? Do they, do they like their, their minor league team now? They do, but so the thing about the Roman Ponies, I didn't know this until I got up there, but Binghamton is like the carousel capital of, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's of America or of New York, but I know like, Carousels are a big thing in Binghamton, and that's why they chose the Rumble Pony. Before they were the Binghamton Mets, and a lot of fans wanted to go back to that because they're like, we don't want to be a Rumble Pony. And I'm like, it's a <laughs> minor league team. Like, you're supposed to be something funny. Like, Hartford's the yard goats. Mm -hmm. You get, Listen, they have to fit in with the rest of the league. Plus, like, the merchandise is so much better for yeah. Rumble Ponies. Exactly. Yes. And also, yeah, Binghamton does have rich carousel history. It's true, yeah. Everyone in the Northeast knows it, Patrick. Do they have, are they the salted potatoes? No, I think that might be Syracuse. No, I, maybe. Or are they, are they like the butter, like the different shaped butter? Because you know everyone, they all have all food identities and that has grown. I think they might be something with uh, the butter sculptures, perhaps. I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're having fun for sure. All right. So I have a question for you reporting wise. So uh, I know in local stations, you know, you have to shoot a lot of your own stories. And often I know this happened to me a lot. I know this happens to a lot of reporters, but people will come up to you while you're out on a story and say, oh, where's your cameraman? And my response was always, I am the cameraman. I am my cameraman. So like, what do you say when people kind of come up to you and be like, hey, where's your cameraman, miss? <laughs> I just say I'm right here, right here. You're looking, you're looking at her. I think a lot of people, like you said, they think, you know, what they see on TV or what they see at like Good Morning America or, or Today's Show, you think you have all these cameramen with just one reporter. And when I'm in station 200 or whatever, you don't have that. Mm -hmm. It's really, I mean, it's funny to kind of go back and forth with people on that because a lot of them, I, I don't know how you were, but I know for me, when people ask me, especially in the South, oh, can I help you with your bag? I'm like, no, like this thing is thousands of dollars and if it breaks, it's on me, it's not on you. Yeah, actually that did happen to me a bunch in Hartford. Yeah, like I was doing that in Hartford, it, that's market 30. So like, it's just, it's so prevalent, especially in sports too, I feel like, cause it's always the most understaffed department. But yeah, like men would be like, oh, can I help you with that? And be like, do not touch my equipment. It is worth so much money. Legally, you cannot wow. touch it. That's a lot of pressure right there. Yeah. So much pressure. Um, we, have, we have to talk about, so you have such a cool family, but we have to talk about your grandfather who has a Denver tie. So her grandfather was the first African-American to win a major calf roping event at the Denver National Rodeo wow. in 1970. That's I need to hear awesome. about your family's rodeo history. Wow. Well, I didn't know that, but I think my dad would get on to me. Now, now he would probably say, I don't know why you didn't know that, but I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, so yeah, my grandpa, he started roping at the age of eight. Um, and then he kind of just stuck with it. And my dad and his three brothers did it. And then my brother did it. And so it's been kind of in our family for a very long time. We've been producing a rodeo called the Cowboys of Color. Uh, for over 30 years so oh it's definitely I have a large rodeo tie in the world my grandpa has a star at um, the Fort Worth stockyards so oh, it's wow. it's a pretty big deal for my family and a pretty big deal here in Texas yeah for sure um, that's incredible <laughs> that is impressive um, uh, so uh, ha are, can you can you rope can you rope a cattle no, no <laughs> pressure no, no, no. No, no, my, my, my brother and my dad do all that. I've tried, but my dad just critiques my form every single time. And I just kind of like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it anymore. Oh my gosh. That's too much pressure. Yeah. That's, that's an insane story. 
Um, we'll we'll keep an eye on Taylor. He's he's here in Denver now. But as you said, you you been having your eye on the Rangers for a while, uh, even before uh, he came over in that trade from uh, Pittsburgh. Drafted four times, which I don't think I've seen that ever in the last like anyone who's debuted in the last 20 years that's a whole wild story i'll have to probably uh, catch up with him uh, over the next couple days but give us a scouting report on the rangers i think they've won uh, three out of four against uh, the twins which is pretty good uh, what's the story with the texas rangers here robin uh well you know it's been an <laughs> up and down year for this team i mean they had a great may and you know they were hoping to kind of pull that into june and in july but you know, things happen in the game of baseball. And then, of course, everything that's happened with the team this past week. And it's been kind of draining, I would say, for the team. But to see them win one-run games, which has been like kind of this team's Achilles heel this entire season, has been good. So I think they're coming into, you know, this Rocky series, even though it is two games, just kind of on that high from what they've done with the Twins. And so I'm excited to see what the pitching is able to do. Dane is on the mound tonight. So... That should be pretty good. He's been on a good stride. The first part of the season wasn't, you know, the best for him, but he has been able to kind of find his own. And this bullpen has been back to where they were at the beginning of the season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. What do you think is the weakness in the – where's the um, where's the crack in the team that the Rockies could potentially take advantage of? I can't give away too much, but <laughs> I can say um, – I would definitely say, you know, they're working on their hitting. They're trying to get some of those guys, the younger guys especially, um, trying to get them going. You know, there's quite a few veterans on the team that can kind of help build them up. But I would say kind of that end of the middle lineup right there where you're trying to find, where everybody's trying to find their footing. I think the top of the lineup has been doing pretty well, I would say so myself. I mean, if you're, if you're spending half a billion dollars on the top half of your lineup <laughs> – it should be pretty well. So, yeah, that, that will be uh, – they'll do a lot of heavy lifting, I imagine, at Coors. And Corey Seager knows his way around this ballpark from uh, his years with the L.A. Dodgers. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see these games in 24 hours. Two games in 24 hours, basically, right? Yeah, basically, yeah, because it's a day game tomorrow. Um, yeah, also, um, the Rangers have had a lot of shakeups lately in terms of who's, who's running the show. Um, how is that – how do you think that's affecting just the overall product – you know, I think at first when it happened, when you started with Woody and then now you have John Daniels gone, I think it didn't, I don't want to say it messed up the team, but it's just something you kind of have to carry because, you know, this has been your manager for so long. John Daniels has been with the team for over 20 years, so it's been a long time. And to kind of not see those people anymore at the games or at the front office is different. But I feel like with Tony Beasley, who has been in the organization for a while and has some manager experience in the minor leagues, he's been able to kind of bring them together and say, hey, we got to finish strong. Things happen. This is part of the game. It's part of the business. But we have to finish the game strong. And so I feel like we've been kind of seeing that, especially with the team winning these one-run games now. And, you know, kind of the pitching has been better. The hitting is getting better. So it has been kind of different and weird. I mean, I went to the ballpark. When did I go? It was after all this stuff had happened. So it was kind of awkward. A little bit, yeah. you know, you kinda you kinda have to say it's part of the business and we gotta move forward. Yeah. Very true. It's a business. It is. One last thing. Is there anything we should ask Taylor if we run into him that will make him laugh? That'll make him laugh. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're hmm. trying to crack him. Or a code word. I was just like, just mention meatball parm and he'll know what that means. <laughs> or maybe he won't and we'll just look like jabronis. <laughs> You know what? I'm trying to think what would be something that Taylor... So, let's see. My brother... Hmm. I'm trying to think. He's, he's like I said, an even-kill guy. To kind of get him, I would definitely say, you know, if you mention me, he'll probably smile because that's just how we are as a family. But if you mm -hmm. mention probably... Um, well, if you want to ask him what I asked him for for his birthday, he... So since we have the same birthday, I try to get Taylor something good every single year. And this year when I asked him, his girlfriend told me he just sat on the side of his bed looking at his phone. And she said, what's wrong? And he goes, Robin just asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Because he didn't know what he wanted. <laughs> oh and my so, gosh. Pressure. Yeah. So if you, if you just ask him, oh, what do you want for your birthday? He'll probably just be like, uh, I don't know. Because then he said he wanted his windows tinted in his truck. And I'm like, Taylor, really? 
That's amazing. Um, Robin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good luck with the rest of your season and with all the great sports you're covering down in Wichita Falls. But yeah, thank you so much for hanging. No, thanks for having me, guys. It's been fun. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Robin. <laughs> yeah, follow follow her uh, Rangers coverage and uh, and brother coverage as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, at Robin with a Y. Yes. My wife is a Robin with an I. Oh, okay. But she married me to get the Y in my last name. Oh, my gosh. That's what I always say. No, but it's uh, at Robin <laughs> Do you Hearn always TV. always say that? Eh, no, I, I bust that out once in a while. That, and if like, you know, we're meeting other couples and it's hard to like remember our names, like Patrick and Robin. All right. And so I say, Patman and Robin. I haven't probably said that out loud in like eight years. Wow. It's so bad. Wow. Oh, it's, it's terrible. so bad. Ah, I, terrible. You're going to do the show by yourself. I, this, I, I'm kicking myself off because that's, yeah, that's cringeworthy. That was um, awful. But oh my gosh, I'm so glad we got to talk to Robin. I can't wait. We need awesome. to, I can't wait to track down Taylor. I love that they have the same birthday. This is so, this is great information. Are they twins though? No, I think they're, they're not. four years apart. Okay. Yeah. They're not, I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. But yeah, that is strange. I wonder how many siblings have the same birthday but not the same year. Yeah. Very interesting um, stuff. Virgo season. Let's go. Let's let's go indeed. <laughs> let's go. Your year is hyped up over there. <laughs> He's pumped what up. What day is your birthday? Your birthday's coming up. Next one. It's well, what day? The twenty first. It's literally a day off from being whatever says. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're a cusp. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I love this. You might have to explain people when you just shout at them. You're a cusp. You're a cusp. Like, no, no, we're that. That's an okay thing. Uh, look, <laughs> you know, it's a very okay thing. The DNVR.com. Yes. It, we are, we're really ramping things up, not just because of the seasons, but just because man, our, our, our team is so fantastic. We just added Jake, uh, not from state farm, but for CU buffs, <laughs> he's doing it. Jake Schwanitz. Uh, he's great. We know what the Broncos are doing. The Nuggets guys are over in Serbia. The Avs coverage, I mean, I, I'm not sure what European country they're planning <laughs> on going to and possibly scouting, but you can get all that great coverage and more for only 50 cents for your first month. Or with an annual membership, you actually get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. I know we recently had a sale. Uh, I'm not sure if it's still going on, but the big summer sale, 90% off some items. It's like, a good deal. Legit. And there's some good stuff in there too. Oh, no, no. There, there's, there's actually a lot. I mean, I, honestly, I think some of, I think a lot of the shirts are like the price that like we get them for as employees. Yeah. So we're giving away the employee discount to you guys, but that's all right. We're also giving you uh, keys to the kingdom to the members only discord too. So you can reach out to us directly and hang out with everyone in the community, whether you're in Denver or just somewhere in the Rocky Mountain region or other parts of the world, because look, you are from Denver originally and you got this place going someplace else for work, whatever it is. Keep tabs with the community, the members only discord at the dnvr.com. Now only 50 cents for your first month. Dog days of summer are almost over, which means it's time to see Russ Cook at mile high, yes. watch Jokic three Pete as MVP, or just taking some more championship defense from Kale McCarr at Ball Arena, whether live or in person, or in the best seat in your house, FOCO has you covered with the best fan gear, gifts, and collectibles from the perfect tote bag and tumblers, hoodies and Henleys, those Stanley Cup touting bobbleheads. It's got to be FOCO.com. FOCO has our back for Colorado sports, and now they've got yours to get yourself decked out from head to toe. Then get your home decked out at FOCO.com or just click the link below in our YouTube description. If you're listening to this as a podcast, yeah, head on over to the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube so we can see our wonderful new studio that we've got going on, our wardrobe, who's having a better hair day, who's having a crazier hair day, and <laughs> does one person uh, actually win both categories? Perhaps. It's, it's hard to know, uh, but let us know and make sure you let FOCO know that you're interested in some of these bad boy products because you can get now... You can now get 10% off when you use code DNVR for all non-presale items. Hey, look, props to uh, Ivaca TV. They're making us look good right now at Coors Field because they run advertisements mm -hmm. for us. I mean, they don't mention us directly, but I think when everyone's watching those commercials and they talk about how you can watch the Nuggets and Avs now finally in the comfort of your own home, and yeah, you get Altitude Sports, so you're getting all the Rocky stuff. You're also getting Rapids, CSU Rams. You'll uh, have exclusive access to the DNVR Nuggets Serbia documentary that's going to yes. be coming out. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see that. But it's kind of baked in there that, yeah, Patrick and Susie are also on that channel because all the DNVR <laughs> sports shows that we have on YouTube are over there. 
head on over to evoca.tv slash Colorado 10 to get all that and more. Zero hidden fees. Your price gets locked in for two years. You don't have to worry about any contracts. $25 per month plus the cost of the receiver. Unless you use code Colorado 10 on top of that and you save another $10 for your first three months. No contracts, no catches. Evoca is TV made for champions of the remote. Ooh, I like that. That's how it goes. I like that a lot. I hope we're champions of Coors Field this weekend. I think so. Weekend, it's the middle of the week. It's two days. Well, (laughs) you kind of did misspeak because we always do a post-game show after a day game. And so anytime we come here, it always... There's a 75% chance it's a Sunday. Correct. Even though mathematically that makes no sense. It does to us because it's just, you, you never know when the weekend is. You're always at the ballpark. So yes. it does feel like a weekend The series. days of the week don't exist to no. us in the way that they might exist for other people. No, it's just three game series at a time. And it, it's just wacky in that way. Uh, we're going to have uh, Herman Marquez on the hill on Tuesday night. Jose Urania, Thursday afternoon. Uh, and as Robin Hearn uh, pointed out for the Rangers, Dane Dunning on Tuesday night and uh, Martin Perez, the one of the Rangers All-Stars. Was he the only Rangers All-Star this year? I don't think they had a very big group. Mm-hmm. I know Corey Seager was in the Home Run Derby, but I'm not sure if that he made the All-Star team. I think he probably did. I'm going to say yes, he did. Hmm. Um, if only yeah. we had a tool to tell us. If only, if but only. we don't. It's a shame we won't see John Gray pitch. No, but there's some rumors that he might be showing up, actually. Hmm. So we'll, we'll see when we get down to the ballpark uh, if we have a chance to, to catch up with John Gray, his first return to Coors Field. Um, we know a lot of times when guys are hurt, you know, they'll still travel with the team. They're still working with the physical therapists that are there. Uh, frankly, I think the teams really want to keep an eye on their guys, too. You're like, you'd think, oh, well, I mean, I could just go and do this at home. Sure, but you could also get in trouble at home. So you know what? We just want you to be around. We want you in the dugout, keeping your eye on things because you might see something of like, hey, our guy's tipping his pitches. We need you in the dugout. So you almost act as uh, a secondary or even a tertiary type coach. Mm-hmm. So you got to stick around. You got to be uh, there for that. That could be the case with Antonio Cinzatella. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might not see him until September, uh, back in the dugout at least. But uh, we talked about it briefly on Sunday. The news came out on Friday that that injury in St. Louis was, I mean, kind of worse than we thought maybe. A lot of people thought an ACL tear, which is what it was. But the timeline uh, is obviously very disappointing. Very disappointing. So that's six to eight months. So at best, he'll be ready for spring training or maybe closer to opening day. So that is obviously not ideal for a rotation that really needs him. Yeah, that's a great point. Like the depth is is a huge piece. Um, it's an issue that they the Rockies have in the upper levels of their minor leagues, and we'll talk about their minor leagues here in a little bit because there is some good news uh, in and around the world of, of Rockies prospects. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Sinzatella is uh, is a, a huge part of the rotation. It's one of the reasons why the Rockies extended him for fifty point five million dollars last off season. Um, right now, the rotation options they won't need a pitcher in the rotation i think until sunday because monday was an off day Mm -hmm. so they kind of can reset so now like you basically have like your game one starter on tuesday uh game two on wednesday etc so uh you won't need that starter actually no that would be uh saturday that they would uh need a a number five starter could it be austin gomber possibly we saw him get stretched out a little bit gave up that grand slam to albert pujols They just needed some length out of him, uh, so they were able to get that. But Chad Cool could be the guy. He did make a rehab start, had a uh, hip flexor issue, but looked really solid over the weekend on Saturday in Albuquerque in five innings pitched. Yeah, no, definitely a solid outing. Gave up no runs, three hits, four walks. You know, not the best, but but then six strikeouts, so... A, a really good rehab start. He's probably good to go. Yeah, I, I would think so. Ezekiel Tovar is another guy who's on the precipice of being good to go. Hasn't played in a game since June 29th uh, due to a groin injury. He's currently rehabilitating in Arizona at the Rockies Spring Training Complex there in Scottsdale Salt River Fields. And when he returns, pretty much seems like he'll uh, go ahead and get promoted to AAA. So what if they just send him straight up to Colorado? No, if if he wasn't hurt, if he wasn't hurt, I would have said, you know what, you could just go from double A to the majors mm-hmm. and just kind of make that jump. 
Um, Rockies don't typically do that all the time, but other teams do, and there's definitely nothing wrong with that. I think you're more likely to see a pitcher do that because Albuquerque is just such a beast. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, let's not totally uh, demoralize you just yet. I think you could see something like that. So you're saying basically making the jump from Hartford to the big leagues. Could we see that with someone like Zach Veen? Again, it's it's not outside of the realm of of possibilities. Maybe unlikely, but you know these are these are legitimate questions or things to hypothesize now with the new leadership in charge in Bill Schmidt. So uh, could be some possibility. But you know what? No, I'm not going to say it's it's not going to happen because it could happen. Anything can. It happen. could be a surprise. Yes, exactly. I, I mean, Jose Iglesias is still at sh- shortstop, and Brendan Rodgers is still at second base. Yeah, and so. And then that all goes back to the trade deadline about moving guys and getting more prospects and helping your farm system. And you're you're getting flashbacks. I'm getting right flashbacks. Now. You're reliving the whole trade deadline again, and I'm so sorry that I even brought that up. Yes, I mean, again, you could have made some trades, improved the farm system, but right now the farm system is looking fairly solid. I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, Baseball America came out. They 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 uh, rejiggered their rankings, and they said Rockies 15th best farm system in the big leagues. We've been saying it all season long Mm -hmm. that sure, uh, they started the season mid to low twenties, but because so many of their guys are basically in high a low a, you only had a Tovar really as a, as a major prospect that was at double a to start the year that each year as it, as they get closer and closer to the majors, they've got more value. Those, those high end players have a lot more weight. Well, you saw baseball reference going, uh, up to 15 with the Rockies farm system. And now MLB Pipeline, I think it might have been uh, on Monday, mm-hmm. they said Rockies even better than that. Number nine. Number nine. And I think they were originally at the start of this season ranked, I think, 24. That's a big jump. So from 24 to nine, yeah, that is a huge jump. So things are going well on the farm. I think so. Yeah. What, what's interesting, too, is that, uh, and maybe the, the answer is somewhere in the middle, I tend to think that they are probably a little closer to 15. But I would be okay at at saying the number is more like 12 smack dab in the middle. Because what's interesting is if you break down each guy at, at the high end, and again, the top prospects are the one that carry the most weight as far as how good your farm system is. So if you've got like, again, three or four top 100 guys, that already is going to make you stand out. Uh, versus you know farm system someone like someone like the Angels or even the Padres now mm-hmm. who don't really have much left because they've traded them away. Same thing with like the Astros to a degree. So they're going to do a lot of the heavy lifting. But Baseball America has five Rockies in the top 100, whereas MLB Pipeline only has three. And the ones that are in uh, Baseball America's top uh, 50 are ranked higher than the MLB Pipeline. So Baseball America likes the better uh, the the higher end prospects like Veen, Tovar, and Amador more than MLB Pipeline, yet MLB Pipeline likes the system more in general, having a lot to do with with the depth. But that depth is so far away, so much can happen in the next yes, few years. Yes, exactly. Volatility. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, they're 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 far. We got we got some time. But Zach Veen has been beloved in Hartford so far. He has been. He uh yeah, got called up about a, a week and a half ago. He looks great, uh, by the way, in in the yard goats outfit, in their in uniform, their uniform? It is yeah. an outfit for him. Uh, there hasn't been too many guys that, like when I see them, you know, in double A, where I'm like, oh man, they look great in that uniform. Maybe I wasn't what? mentally I think, prepared I for it. I think everyone looks great in the whalers' old too. colors. I do too, but I, I just mean to think of like, oh man, I'm I'm like excited for this guy. <laughs> but Zach V, I don't know, maybe because he's like an action figure. He's got the hair. He's got the stash. He's got the glasses. So now it's like, ooh, we got a variant Zach Veen. Yeah. We've got like a new bobblehead that could possibly come out. <laughs> a so, new version of Zach Veen just kind of, It's just <laughs> weird. Like it's just a it's just a weird way of, of looking at it in general. And so, yeah, he's uh, he's flying there with that hair. And, uh, and, and he's looking great so far to start. So uh, I really like that he was able to do that. It almost speeds up his timeline just a little bit. And it makes you think like, okay, maybe he could end up debuting by the end of 2023. Hmm. You know, Tovar's probably going to be there. And I say probably because, again, we, ne- we never know, right? He, maybe he could go right up to the, to the big leagues maybe. and not go to, to Albuquerque. But I, I just, Ryan Rawlson, man, 
it's it's a it's a gut punch. I feel so bad for that young man because I said at the start of the 2019 season we could be seeing Ryan Rollison at the end of 2019. At that point, I think he had started his year in low A, immediately went up to high A, was lights out, pitched really well for Lancaster, but I thought, well, you know what? Rockies are in the hunt late, going to the postseason. He's a starter, but you know what? You need to inject a little bit of life into the bullpen. Ryan Rawlson could be your left-hander out of the pen late in 2019, despite the fact he started the year at Class A. He still hasn't even debuted, and it's 2022. He won't even make his debut until 2023. So sad, yeah. But that's kind of the unpredictability of of prospects, where where you just never know. And so, Rockies have enough right now in uh, in that top 100. Adele Amador, uh, another one. Uh, Drew Romo, also another top 100 guy for Baseball uh, America, not for MLB Pipeline. Elias Montero, also in the top 100 for Baseball America. So um, you really like seeing that. Uh, hope is. On the way. I mean, for the when you think about it, we're not, we could potentially be not too far away from seeing Montero, Veen, and Tovar on the same field. That's right. That yeah. would be really fun. Tolia's playing really well. Tolia too, yeah. All right. See, so you're getting me worked up and not in a good way because I want to be excited for these guys and I am. But you can't get too excited because it, this sport is full of uncertainties. Where are they going to play? That is why you <laughs> yeah, had to have made some trades. That. Where are they going to play? Mm. Is CJ Crone riding the bench now all of a sudden making, you know, seven and a quarter million dollars next year? No. You know, where, where is the room? Yes, you make room for those guys. But by the time you end up making room, now the guy who's the starter has already lost all of their value and you've got no leverage on the trade market. So now you just say, all right, get out of the way. You know, Jose Iglesias, which again, if that happens this year, whatever, it's fine, but... I, I had someone try to tell me that, like, eh, there wasn't a huge market for Jose Iglesias out there. Rockies couldn't have got a ton. Frankly, I, didn't, I, I, I don't believe that to mm. be true. I trust the source. Great source. G- love the source. Love the source. Credible source. <laughs> but I'm like, somebody would have uh, given a bag, of bo- uh, a bag of bones and a bag of baseballs to the Rockies, <laughs> even if he had to play second base. That's what he did last year for the Red Sox. Yeah. And it could have created a little bit of room there. So... I don't know. We'll we'll kind of wait and see what happens there, but but you're right. It, there's a lot to be excited about uh, as far as these uh, prospects go moving forward. Every day we're getting uh, you know a little bit closer, and there's still some more promotions coming. So you know what? See. Yeah, every day we wake up, we're one day closer to seeing Ezekiel Tovar at Coors Field. One day closer to Tovar Day. Yes. And every day that we wake up, we should start our day with Athletic Greens. That's how oh, I do it. There we go. One scoop, <laughs> 75 high-quality vitamins, whole foods. What's, source. A, what's a vitamin, Patrick? I've been, I was listening to a British person. Uh, this is America, so you're going to pronounce it the right way. Not vitamins. It's vitamins. No. Uh, Get theater. it together. The, well, this, this is just kind of a sports theater. You leave that stuff at the door. All right. I, I may have to go sobbing in, uh, in the loo uh, for a while and get my composure and, and come back and tell you more that about Athletic Greens. Because, look, seriously, it's what I swear by and how I start my day. Uh, I love how they will also hook you up, not just with a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, but they're going to give you five free travel packs. So if you're out on the road or if you're a weekend warrior or you've got a like, crazy commute in the morning, whatever it is, throw it in your bag and then you can drink it at work. Some people don't really you know, eat a breakfast first thing in the morning. They wait until they get to work, whatever it is. Athletic Greens can still be a super huge part of that day for me. It's great even before I have that first cup of coffee. It gives me clarity. Go to athleticgreens.com slash ROC, the first three letters of Rockies. What are the odds? Look, we're trying to save you some time. <laughs> you don't need to type the whole thing out. Just ROC, Athletic Greens. It's going to save you so much time. <laughs> That's it. Slash ROC and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now if you want to get a little bit assurance about your mouth care and dental, Green Mountain Dental Group is the way to go. The back-to-back on the greens is fantastic. Two companies that I love. They support us, but also they they are great at what yes. they do. Right now, when you go into uh, your local Green Mountain Dental Group, or the only local Green Mountain Dental Group, <laughs> only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, uh, tell them that DMVR Sports sent you, and they're going to hook you up. Get this. The Sonicare toothbrush thing was great, because that's what I use, mm-hmm. and that's a great value in and of itself. But now, you're going to get a $300 discount 
for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. $300 discount, seriously. That's huge. You can also get a free set of bleach trays, uh, which is a $350 value, even oh on top my, of yeah, that. Bleach trays are not cheap. No. So if you get a cleaning exam and x-ray, I was skeptical. I used mine for the first time. Just just skeptical in general of bleach trays. But Green Mountain Dental Group said, hey, this is the right one to use. I used it and I like I noticed it right away. Your teeth have been looking very, very Thank bright, you. much yeah. brighter. Yeah. Big I was fan. worried like it would like hurt my teeth. One of those things, right? It makes your teeth sensitive. Sometimes it does cause sensitivity. Yeah. The, Green Mountain Dental Group, I'll, I'll put you in touch with, with my people over there. Yeah. That did not have the teeth sensitivity with the, the stuff they use. That's huge. That is that huge. That is huge news, Patrick. Green Mountain Dental Group, huge news for huge teeth and clean teeth. <laughs> big, teeth big teeth sound bad. Would you rather big teeth or small teeth? Come on. I think weren't we just talking about how big our teeth were as children when we were looking at those old pictures? Yeah, we're going to see some more big teeth in a little bit. True. Little I'd bit. rather have gigantic chompers than small teeth. <laughs> right? Like yeah. big teeth are way yeah. better. Well, you can always... Sorry if you have... You disclaimer, can... if you have small teeth out there, you're great. You look fantastic. No one can pull small teeth off quite like you. I'm sure any dentist but... at Green Mountain Dental could shave down some teeth that are too big. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think... Most dentists can do that. They can hook you up. Yeah. They can definitely hook you up. Albert Pujols is going to get hooked up with 700 home Oh, my well. gosh. He has been on a tear a lately. A freaking tear. A freaking tear. So he's homered six times since August 10th. I think seven, right? Oh, is it seven Because of, of the one from yesterday. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, he is already at 690. Is he at 696? He's at 693. Okay. A-Rod 696. Oh, okay. okay. you got to think he's going to pass A-Rod. Definitely. Seven more for 700. Look, if they just keep throwing him out there against lefties, like he's probably going to get it done. Yeah. Oldest player to hit six in eight games, tops Ted Williams' record. So, like, again, he's still doing these amazing things. It's like, why would you want to retire now at this point? I feel like he can't. But <laughs> he has to take it back now. Partially what makes it so enjoyable is that we know this is like the last bit of it. So, yeah. we're appreciating it, you know, even more, I think. But That's true. That's true. He's been fantastic. Uh, goes into second all-time in total bases, passes, fellow Cardinal, Stan Usual, Stan the Man. That's why Pujols prefers to go by the machine or El Hombre because he said, no, Stan Usual is the man. He's <laughs> Stan the Man. There's only one. I can be El Hombre. So that works. Um, and he's not going to pass Hank Aaron who's got like a 700 total bases head yeah. start so to speak like he's not gonna pass that so he's gonna fine. hit enough milestones before he retires so i i think he'll be okay i wanted to and and this this might be something for the future go and um well, make, no. <laughs> make, make like a top 10 list of all of the giveaways and gifts that have been given to Pujols and molina yeah because we've got a new entrance so the rockies gave uh, a cool placard that's out in the uh, out-of-town scoreboard in right field, right, the manual scoreboard, and it says STL on the front, like you would, you know, if you're checking the score of a Cardinals game. Mm -hmm. But on the back, it has all their accomplishments, kind of in the same lettered font. Looks great. Or rather, all their accomplishments at Coors Field. Yes, First yes. game for Albert Pujols uh, was uh, in Denver, which is really neat. So, all right. So that's number one because, to my knowledge, I think that's the, that's the first gift giveaway. I think, I think other cities have done it too. I just don't know what they are. I haven't been paying as close attention. But Arizona has now entered the chat. Arizona you, has entered the chat. What did Arizona <laughs> give them? They, so tell me if this is oh, no. better or worse. They gave each guy a check for $10,000 in their name to, I don't know if it was a local charity or like their you know, the charity that they like to give to most. So hmm. two $10,000 checks for both guys. I mean, I love giving to charity yeah. and that is a, that is a gesture, is. but I feel like it's not sentimental. It's not anything they can hold on to. Love this take. Yeah. True. That's true. I mean, he, they held on to the, the oversized gigantic check, which costs 250 bucks. I think actually, do, do you know how much one of those checks cost? I don't think they cost very you can just get them printed you sure yeah all right i don't know where 250 came from yeah no i think you can go to a like a kinko 75 i'm, I'm gonna lower it down but i, I bet you they're probably maybe a little more i expensive. think it's probably like 30 bucks to make a yeah, giant check you're probably right yeah i don't think it's very expensive to make a giant check and also i think they um have to 
make i think they have to actually write a regular one well, you need the routing number and so that's difficult you hear you know something about gigantic big checks i looked it up so i have an answer for you guys oh my gosh you're here <laughs> last guess for everybody my guess was thirty dollars. I'm gonna to say seventy five. I don't know why I think they're so expensive. Not to actually make it. I think like that's just what like banks charge and stuff. I seventy five. So the cheapest one you can get is twelve dollars. Okay. The first answer I got was thirty two dollars. Oh, look All at right. me. I see. Nice. I so, would do very well, well on the prices. Right. You very would good. be a disaster. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I could have said one dollar and maybe taken the whole thing, but you know what? In the spirit of the game, uh, <laughs> that. Okay, all right, so it's not as expensive. But you're right, it, they don't get to keep it. They get the photograph. You know, it, it does help them out. Um, but it is a little bit more pricier of a gift than just a couple but things lying a, around. It's also a tax write-off for You know, there's the that element. It's, that's it's, also a great point. That's like why a lot of charities exist. <laughs> I'm not saying that the Arizona Diamondbacks Foundation does not have the best of intentions, but it's also a tax write-off. It's uh, proven. Uh, Zuzi's just saying that uh, the Diamondbacks are embezzling money. Oh, my gosh. I think that's what Zuzi's trying to get across No, right No, no, allegedly, allegedly. The real deal <laughs> is there is a there is a, an abandoned check somewhere in the basement of Coors Field for $20,000 to some charity that is now not going to get it because it was split up to two $10,000 checks for Pujols and Molina. So you're right. <laughs> that was earmarked for someone else, and now they're just they're not getting that money this year. Oh, my gosh. What a shame. What a shame. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of all. So we got it. So you, you actually like the Rock. You're saying the Rockies went out on that one i absolutely i think that was a very okay. it was a nice gesture you've convinced me it was, it was I, such I a great gesture way. i had it the other way around mm, no you, you, you convinced me there's no ulterior motive in the rockies gift but sure aside from the um the can of spray paint was a couple bucks you know to to put the <laughs> the list of highlights on, on the back of it so all right that was that was okay. Look, we, we teased the big teeth thing. So we've got a couple more Little League photographs to look at. Little I League World we, Series. Yeah. Heating up. Incidentally, I, I, I don't know the exact number, but I feel 90% confident. There were more people at Sunday's Little League Classic game that was at uh, Bowman Field in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, home to a short season a team so what and again this was a team that was like wiped off the map so they were one of the 43 mm -hmm. they they they're knocked out there was more people at that game like 2900 people than were at the a's game last night oh. in oakland at the oakland coliseum oh no can you believe that i mean that's i insane. i can very much believe it that's in, that's embarrassing but it's embarrassing for sure definitely feeling for the a's um i also sorry i remembered i needed to update you on something i looked up oh please in terms of rangers all-stars Oh, okay. Martin yes. Perez was the lone representative ah, shouldn't have doubted from that Lone Star baseball team. Mm. There you go. So, you should, yeah, you shouldn't have doubted Stands yourself. That's the reason. Mm -hmm. Matt, the Lone Star team, Lone Star State, yes. one all-star. You hear, let's see uh, our, our next all-star that we've got from DNVR and see if we can... We got some all-stars here. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. We went. I think we went three for three. Or I did. I went three for three because you you know these. You I you know cultivated them, yeah. this. I did cultivate them. You went through. You went. You got the home address of every DNVR employee. Okay, we got or, one or on the mom. we got one on the board though. So yeah, yes, I contacted everyone's parents personally. You went through the attics. You went through all the pictures. I broke into you houses. Through all of them. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I thought I thought you coordinated allegedly the uh, the attic lookup. All right, so let's see this one. I think I'm looking at Dinger here. Dinger. Yeah, we got original dinger. And it looks like it could be a baby dinger, too, uh, based on my, my lack of bifocals. Um, well, here. I've got it on my... Oh, you've got a good one here. Here, here you go. Oh, look at that. See, now, looks a little like Eric Weedham, but we know that he was on Sunday's live show. He's also so too be. old to have been a child with dinger. Okay, well, you, you love outing <laughs> people's ages. Uh, and for someone who was born in 2002, that's just shame on you. <laughs> Uh, on continue me. with that bit. Uh, <laughs> that might be our very own RG. That is RG. Ryan Green. Yes, I think yeah. he's got the same haircut. <laughs> also, now. also noted. No, <laughs> he, no, just, he, he does picked, have the same haircut. You're right. He picked a haircut at like age six. I got he's like, it. You know, I'm going to stick with this. He may have used Gorilla Glue when he was a little kid and just kept the same hairdo. Maybe. Do we know? 
I don't want to start allegedly. You can't put Gorilla Glue on your hair. It's actually like the worst thing ever. Did you see that woman who went viral because she put Gorilla Glue on her head? That was the reference. That without I didn't, you know, I didn't know. That was the reference. It's yeah. So so a he, nightmare. He, he's keeping it. He's keeping the same haircut from uh, from when he was a kid. Also, notice in that picture, uh, Dinger's jersey was very short. Yeah. Like just full like abdomen. Top. Little bit, little bit like a crop top. You know what? I'm happy to see Dinger's a little more covered up now. Yeah. In fact, that that was on at uh, Rocky's account on Twitter where you know Dinger had his arms raised and it was like, oh, Dinger doesn't have a belly button. All stands to reason he's a dinosaur. Yeah. Allegedly. No, definitely. I, I didn't. I didn't know if maybe he was from like the Galapagos Islands, a la Philly mm. fanatic. No, no. We we all saw him hatch right there in the middle of Coors Field. It's true. But where'd the egg oh. come from? We've, We've got, got one, one more. more. Right, pop Let's it up. see it. All right. I cannot see from that far. Hold but there, on. looks like this one could be a side-by-side situation going on there. Um, Here you go. So actually. Also another A's. Yes. Yeah, so you is two. this your teammate? Uh, no, we were. I was not team teammates with uh, a fellow bucked tooth baby boy. Yes. There. Speaking of big teeth. A <laughs> uh, couple key clues there. So again, if you're watching on YouTube. You can notice uh, where this person was raised. You can kind of uh, see that on his card. <laughs> I don't think it looks a ton like him, but I'm pretty sure that's Ryan Konigsberg. It is. Good guess. I think yeah. it does look like him. But yeah, we uh, had to scratch out. Uh, it, the picture that he sent me had all of his stats on there. <laughs> oh, we don't, we don't want to see... Uh, did he have a? I guess he had a bad year. Is that why we didn't want to see his? No, no, because his his, his his name was on there, so we didn't want to oh, give that's it true. away. We didn't gotcha. want to give it away. Didn't but um, I will that. say, so I think this must have been on the the B side of the card. So at age eight, he was <laughs> four side. four foot five, fifty seven pounds. Wow, a Hulk played, played first base, Man. and his favorite pro was Todd Helton. Look at that, adorable University of Tennessee's. Uh, best backup QB of all time, Todd Helton. Yes, that's crazy. There we go. So that was those are the picks that I got from our coworkers. Good, good timing. Little League World Series still going on, still getting uh, hyped up for. I haven't checked in in a little while, actually, based on uh, what's been going on. I think there was a team from New York, maybe they had like back-to-back walk-off victories. Some kid had like a perfect game. He struck out like 17 in a row and had this, he just had like a stone cold killers look on his face. Like whatever. Just didn't even care. They had one of the most like dominant performances. Talk about level headed. Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of the guys who've played in the little league world series and have gone to the major leagues, uh, 64 of them again, can read about that on the dnvr.com. Great story. And all about Randall Gritchick's two, Little League World Series appearances. So cool. Robert Stevenson was shocked. He goes, what? He went He went twice? <laughs> he did not know the, that little fun fact. So we need to get him a, a DNVR a subscription so you know he can, so he he can, can read learn a little story. bit more. Um, but those guys, it takes him like 11 years for, for some of them. Like that's like the quickest. So you see him now, maybe in 2033, there's going to be somebody on that field that will probably – be in the majors at some point. Maybe even more now. Getting some goosebumps right yeah. now. That's, maybe, that's exciting. Maybe even more because there's 20 teams now instead of 16 mm-hmm. uh, like there has been previously. So um, exciting. exciting. Exciting stuff. We'll Almost be, as exciting as this upcoming Rangers series. That's it. You want to come back here again after Wednesday's day game? We will talk after it? the game. Yeah. We'll after talk the after the, the series. We will. I think that's a good plan. Hope you can meet us here on the YouTube, uh, the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube. You can also keep tabs on us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. At Patrick D. Lyons is where I'm at. And I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. We've got momentum, but unfortunately, you know what they truly say about momentum. It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow.